Now it's time for another round of Dating Tips with Davey. Short on cash, still want to wow that special someone? Suggest that you meet at a local fountain. Say only, I will be the one with the birds. Bring some bread and some bird seed and arrive an hour early. Seat yourself by the fountain and scatter seeds all about you. On your lap, overflowing to the brim of your hat, in your clothes, in your pockets, spilling over your skirts of your long robe. When your date arrives, you will be the one with the birds. Yes, come to see you. Hey everybody and welcome to episode 193 of Up for Discussion, an emotionally honest comedy podcast where we take your questions and dish out hot truths and tasty goofs. I've got a cough drop in my mouth. I'm Tom Zalatni. I've got saliva in my mouth. I'm Kate Bradley. I've got nothing in my mouth. I'm Tefra Jemian. Teeth? Yeah. You've got teeth in your teeth. I do right? have teeth in my she mouth. Yeah. I, was like, I, 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 I choked. You choked? I choked. On, on your teeth? <laughs> no, they're not in my mouth anymore. Oh, no. Chris. <laughs> Oh, Tefra's joining us again tonight. That's what I feeling? just said. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm feeling. So pregnant. Every time I get to join you on something, it's because there's still a baby inside me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. soon. We found out today the baby's very fat. Mm-hmm. That baby. Yeah. Big juicy boy. Yeah. Or girl. We yeah. we forgot to double check that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a fat one and it's very comfortable. Can right that now. change? Yeah, they just fall off sometimes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Happens to me every other week. Oh, you gotta replace it. Replace it. So wait, the the chubby baby does that? Is that perhaps because of the winter coming? Does that affect baby's chunkiness? I, I think it's just that baby is a week late, and mm. basically, oh. like after like until like thirty seven weeks, they're developing their organs and shit. Uh huh. Mm. And then from like thirty seven to forty, they're kind of just like fattening up and getting ready to be out of the womb. Oh, and right. then after forty weeks, it's just all extra. Yeah. But I feel like, come on, baby, the vag only has a certain dimension. Maybe mm-hmm. stop it's piling true. it on after a certain point. It is thankfully an average size head mm-hmm. oh, or, right, or right. a small head, in fact. Yeah. Uh, it seems like it is a small but very fat baby. Mm, I'm kind of so. picturing like, you know, like Dr. Eggman in the Sonic games. Yes, yes. I'm kind of picturing that. Uh-huh. Teeny little head and an enormous body. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sort of, an, you know, the dough baby on the internet? The Pillsbury dough baby? No, no, no. There's like a baby. Uh, that's a dough boy. Uh, he has a hat and everything and can walk by himself. I just didn't want to assume his gender. <laughs> the little like dough that's on the internet. What? Okay, I don't know how to describe it. There's a photo that circulates on the internet that is like a small person made out of dough, which I think is cute, but apparently people think is scary. Well, there's a lot of baby cakes that are disgusting. Well, it's not a, a baby cake. It's just like, maybe it's vagina. even pottery. It's just somebody holding this little, like, is it a, but it's dough. Yeah, it's some kind of dough. It might be salt dough. I don't know. Anyway. Babies. 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 Come in all shapes and sizes. Yeah. yeah. Including fat with big heads. And fat with small heads. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I really thought we'd have a big head baby. I know. Because I was a big head baby. Yeah. But, uh, and it's all yeah. about you. Yeah. No, I mean, all it's like, it's all you, Tom. I just kind of thought, you know, my kid would have a big head like yeah. I did, you know? Because then you would have somebody to be like, sucks, right? Yeah. Can't but, wear hats. Yeah. I have a smallish head, so it kind of makes <laughs> sense to me that it's sort of just like, like, average medium. Yeah. 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 Now I'm so thinking about it. baby skulls, and that's weird. Baby skulls are malleable. They are like the tectonic plates of the earth. And that is because the vagina only has a certain dimension. So you you have the soft spots in the skull so that the plates of the skull can push together during delivery. And then come back out. Yeah. And then you have Mm. that little little soft spot. Fontanelle. You know, like if their head was a cake, you'd be like, shit, my cake has not risen. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they've got a little (laughs) sunken spot. (coughs) But on a baby, it's normal. It's happy. Yeah. Yeah. You just put a little toque on that shit. A little fondant. Yeah. little fondant. Oh, my God. That's a cute baby nickname. A little fondant. 
but fondant. most people hate fondant. So I hate fondant. Lots of people hate babies. <laughs> so you're just doubling up. <laughs> yeah. What nickname could I give my child to make him less likable? It's like people who name their kid Trent. They're like, you know, what? Just, you're just doomed from the get-go. What? But there's Trent Reznor. Yeah. And then there's probably a Trent in some kind of a soap opera. Oh, probably. You know? Yeah. Oh, but now I'm thinking about tents. Trent, tent. Yeah, I don't like it's that It's also baby. a city in New Jersey, isn't it? <laughs> Trent. Ohio? I don't know. Trent. I thought it was in New Jersey. Trenton. 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 Yeah. Ohio? Ohio? No, I don't know. Ohio's a nice name. I like that. Oh, oh it's true. Um, somebody on, on Twitter, though, uh, just named our baby for us. I don't know if you saw this tweet. No. Um, because she said that anything that has a calf has a long gestation period. Anything called oh. a calf. So we have to call the baby calf. Do you think our baby is half cow or I think, full? I think, <laughs> I think our baby might be um, a walrus. Oh. That would explain small head big buddy. Yeah. Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and and the, uh, the gestation period for a walrus is 15 months. Oh, God. Fuck. <laughs> Please no. That would be what, New Year's? Um, yeah. No. More than that. May. No, May. It would be two months past conception, which was in January at some point. Janu- January. 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 Three months past. There is not 13 months in a year. I'm going to take this opportunity to plug the live walrus cam uh, <gasps> that I love so much again, because what? whenever walruses come up, you got to mention it. Yeah. What? Live walrus feed. Google it. <gasps> That's Google. a thing? Yeah. It depends on the season, obviously, but they just like pile up on the shore of somewhere, Alaska or something. How much do they charge per minute? Zero. The cam walrus. Okay. It's not a sex line, Teffer. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Think outside the task. <laughs> Sorry, when you say camming, I just... Yeah, it's like it's on its back exploring new toys. <laughs> <laughs> it's a walrus, Teffer. And they pile up on each other and they just go... Ugh. Some of them are more pink. Some of them are more yeah. brown. Oh, yeah. And then there's the there's the ones that are dead. Yeah, well, and, uh, oh, okay. and then Kate watches the video for a long time, hoping that she's not seeing this the way that it appears. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's uh, it's well and it's well and dead. I'm, I'm sorry. For, yeah. I just saw an episode of the Octonauts with my kid that had uh, walrus calves in it. They were really cute. Octonauts. Oh. What is this? Oh man. Oh man. The Octonauts is like Star Trek for kids. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. It's a very good children's show. It is It is my favorite children's show that my child watches. Oh. It's British. Nice. Um, but... But it's good. Yeah. No, no, no. I, oh. No, I just, oh, head tilt, head <laughs> tilt, <laughs> aggression, guns. No, I, I, I paused because the American, uh, the version for American audiences has a slightly different cast mm. of voice actors. Like I know Peso in Britain has like a northern English accent, mm. but in the ones we get has like a, a Spanish accent. Right. Uh, yeah, um, that northern accent fucks with a lot of Americans. They, but don't, they don't understand it. Yeah, yeah, it's a group of of animals who live in a like it's like a submarine space station essentially. Okay. Yeah. So it's yeah. like are they humanoid animals or are they like uh, those fucking they're fireman things? They're like um you know like they walk on two feet. They're, they're like animal crossing yeah. a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so there's um and. It's just delightful. Like, it's very well written, and each episode uh, explores a different species. Oh, fun. So it's very educational, but it's also, like, really entertaining and Ah. funny and, like, nice. And there are these little creatures called the Vegimals, (laughs) which are half vegetable and half marine animal. Um, Picture picture a turnip, kind of. Got it. Like a raindrop-shaped turnip. Yeah, I'm seeing it. With a cute little, like... Cat mouth almost. Oh. And yeah. little like arms and tiny feet. Yeah. No, it's a little mermaid tail. Oh, of course it is. Yeah. Yeah, that makes and, more sense. Um, the wonderful <laughs> thing that happened so recently, Netflix, Netflix had taken Octonauts off and then they recently re added it with new seasons. Okay. And it was very exciting because we got an origin story <gasps> for the Vegimals. And it's just, it's just <laughs> delightful because the origin story is just that one of the scientists on the ship found these eggs, uh-huh. thought they were fish eggs of a variety he'd never seen before, hatched them, and these little creatures came out. Um. And, and they have no idea where they came from. <gasps> 
that's the most adorable thing. Tom just showed a picture yeah. of the vegetables to Kate. If if you have a, a device handy, look up vegetables because they're very cute. <laughs> Octonauts. Uh, so anyway, yeah, it's just delightful. It's mm. it's really really fun. My kid loves it because it's like entertaining but also my kid loves david attenborough nature documentaries so it's like it's a good middle ground between like that and paw patrol which is garbage yeah paw patrol paw patrol paw patrol paw patrol i heard papa troll everybody always hears that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, incidentally that is what our child is going to call tom paw patrol it's a little it's inevitable you know (laughs) i'm kind of troll like in nature Mm Well, he will do, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Small head, big buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Octonauts, they're... Octonauts. They're great. They're yeah. great. And they had baby walruses in an episode, and they were very cute. And awesome. had Scottish accents, I think. Oh, my God. What else could you ask for? Huh, Tom? I don't know. Money? Welcome to the cash corner! <laughs> <laughs> As a change jar. Yeah, that sounded a little aggressive. Yeah, that sounded very aggressive. <laughs> like a like a like a heavy rain on a tin roof. Yeah, you know. Okay, let's let's. Uh, I apologize for the non swiftness of that of that uh, segue, but I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in. <laughs> Welcome to the cash corner, the part of the show where we shamelessly ask you to give us money. You probably know this already, but we're going to have a baby any day now. Not out of my uh, tubes. Uh, we literally wouldn't be surprised if Deborah goes into labor during this recording. <laughs> She's having a contraction as we speak. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and, oh my God. And honestly, by the time you're hearing this, it's extremely likely that we'll have a fresh, juicy newborn on our hands. That's little. Parents on leave only make like 80% of the amount of money they usually make because even in Canada where parental leave is pretty good, you're still kind of screwed. Help us out. You could be the other 20%. If you pledge as little as a dollar a month to us on patreon.com slash up for discussion, you'll be joining the ranks of fine folks like Patrick, Gabriel, Kendall, and Candace, Carlea, Thomas, George, Poppy, Jan, Jillian, Killian, Angie, Sarah, Angelica, Will, and Anne. Yay. You'll get early access to both bonus content, little behind-the-scenes updates, and all kinds of other sweet perks as well. And if you give at least $5 a month, immense. you get to submit the featured question for an episode once per cycle on the show. Today's featured question comes from Thomas, who asks, Here's a question you can revisit in a year or so as a before slash after. Ooh. What aspect of your life do you think will change the most now that you're having a baby? Then, in a year, tell us if you were right or not, or if it was something that you didn't even consider. And for Kate, who will be less affected by this baby, how do you think your life will change in the next year? Make some predictions, and we'll see what happens. Oh my god, that's fun. Yeah. I like that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Nice question. Thanks, Thomas. Yeah, and thanks for having faith that we'll last another 52 episodes after this. I think I'm going to learn how to, like, balance things in my life Mm. a lot better. Kind of out of necessity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that's going to be really good for me. Like, you know, with, with all of this stuff with the network over the past, like, year almost, I have had to kind of figure a lot of stuff out. And I've been, like, gradually getting better at not overworking myself while still taking on a lot of new things and yeah. growing. And, you know, I think this will kind of... It'll be nice because, like, being on leave from like real work will give me a chance to focus a lot on the baby, but it'll also give me a chance to find better rhythms for stuff with podcast things. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that like I can carry that forward, you know, once I'm out of leave and back to work and like there'll be a balance there that doesn't exist currently. So yeah, maybe more balance by next year. That's lovely. Yeah. Teffer. Yeah. How do you think things will change Ooh. with a new baby? The baby with the fat body. Small head fat body. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, for me, it's like a little... I, I, I have an easier time, right? Because I'm on leave kind of for longer. And I've also been working part-time for a little bit. And I'm just mm. less busy than you are overall. Um, and I also feel like I have kind of like cheating insight because I've had a baby before. Mm. <laughs> um, but every baby is different. If there's anything I have learned from having multitudes of nieces and nephews, it is right. that every baby is different and every experience is different. Um, in a year. Yeah, I mean, like hopeful. I, I am hopeful that you will have found a little more balance mm. and that that will have kind of 
positively affected the family dynamic. I'm just really looking forward to kind of like like having a baby with you. <laughs> I mean, we already did the fun part. <laughs> that was a glare. You, you we know, saw you, a glare. That doesn't have to be a one-time thing. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> it's been nine months. <laughs> But I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Like, like it's gonna be. I don't know. I'm. I feel very positively towards it. I think it's gonna Mm. be like a fun new adventure, and like, it's gonna be cool to see you develop as a parent and learn. I mean, if anything, like, like when I had my first kid, I really learned boundaries, Mm. like establishing boundaries for myself. And yeah, yeah. Because you have to. Like, you get into a point where it's just like, okay, I have to learn how to say no to this or. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that, but I haven't really, I don't feel like I have as many concrete, like, this, this, and this will change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you're, uh, you want to go back to school next fall, Exactly, right? like, the big so changes, well, the big changes that I'm expecting for the next year are not as much associated with having a baby. Like, mm. I'm planning to be in school next year, but that, like, I was planning that before I got knocked up also. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's cool. Though. Do you want to talk a little bit about like what you're thinking for that? Like where oh, your head's at? God, I don't know. Uh, um, like what I'm planning to do, or like what you're like leaning toward. I don't know. I I, I don't know. Like, I mean, the thing is that I got a bachelor's degree in English lit, mm-hmm. and then. I got pregnant in my last year of university, so I graduated very early pregnant, but I basically didn't get a chance to kind of establish a career in any meaningful way because I went on leave and then just kind of one thing led to another, led to another to just like never prioritizing that. Mm -hmm. Um, So at this point, it's kind of like, well, I have a lit degree that's five years old and like no meaningful work experience. (laughs) Um, And it's been very, very difficult to find work. I've been trying to get work for a couple of years with very little success. Mm. Um, So my plan is I'm applying to a few different programs that will be like fairly quick and fairly career oriented, Mm -hmm. like one or two uh, year programs the ones that I'm most excited are the Diploma of Communications at Concordia. And uh, I also just found out that I can apply for a Master's of Social Work, which is really oh, exciting for that'd me. That would be cool. Um, yeah. And it's just kind of come out of like figuring out a little bit more about who I am and how I work. And that like I am not a freelancer naturally. It doesn't come easily to me. I was mm. trying that for a long time. And it yeah. just like I don't work in that structure. It's hell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like even people who like are committed to being freelancers, don't necessarily love being freelancers. No. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, like, it's frustrating for me. I need external validation. I mm-hmm. need, like, mm-hmm. a structure to yeah, work yeah. in or I get really, really stressed. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of exciting to be like, okay, I think I figured out, like, what kind of a working person I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck yeah. Like, <laughs> and now I get to, like, there's actually a lot of opportunities out there. Mm-hmm. Um because I think I spent a lot of time being like, well, I'm artistic, so I'm not going to get a yeah. job, job. <laughs> and I'm kind of like, well, like salaries and vacations mm. and like. Yeah, and the structure and the regular ooh. hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'd yeah. be nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's, I mean, that's what I'm looking at for in a year, but that's mm. distinct from having a baby. Sure. But I mean, it's a thing that you're like feeling empowered to do. Yeah. Now, and I mean, and, cool. and one of the reasons I'm feeling empowered to do it now is that I know I can like depend on you as a co-parent mm-hmm. to right. be somebody who like will be willing to be around for the baby yeah. and like be flexible and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And that's really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are yeah. going into this baby business with so much good experience. Like <laughs> as much as you're like, I'm going to like forcibly find balance right like you the the stuff that you already know is definitely going to help you to find that balance because mm-hmm. you're like i've hurt myself before my overworking i know <laughs> yeah. what that feels like right. if i do this in the context of being exhausted with a baby then that's just gonna blow up everything so yeah. it's not gonna be easy but i feel like you're going in this strong and yeah honest and, oh, oh no go for it honestly just like in the last year of living together mm-hmm. like tom has learned so much about balance when we first moved in together there was like a period of me having to be like no 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 look just because we live together doesn't mean you like ignore me all day right. until oh, right. we're yeah, going yeah. to bed like you you can't just 
I can't work, work twelve hour days the way yeah that yeah, is yeah. Too. like that's you not have to acknowledge fair. the people around you yeah, yeah. which yeah. like you know and here and there like there is room for a twelve hour work day but like it oh, used course, to be yeah. my like my go to was like every day I'd work ten to twelve hours oh my god and then I'd go home and work on something else until I passed out yeah yeah I got so much shit done. But it wasn't fun. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like there's that productivity, but then the whole soul factor crushing and you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well that's it. I mean, like like when we got together, you were working twelve hours a day and going mm-hmm. to bed at ten thirty every night. Yeah. And then like for a while you compensated by working twelve hour days and staying up till twelve thirty every night. And yeah. like that didn't work. <laughs> that was Less exhausting. sleep, yes, please. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's like yeah. I, I think you're right that like all the stuff that we've been doing this year is, is going to be really helpful. And uh, yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah. What very about, cool. What about you? Um. Okay. So, okay. So <laughs> I've taken on a lot uh, in recent months with, with uh, learning to teach improv. Mm-hmm. Um, and I now, uh, I just started two sessions of teaching level three by myself, which is super, super yeah. exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, venue managing and all these things where about a year and a half ago, I was at a point where with my job coach, she was like, you need to get government assistance. You clearly can't work. Your anxiety is too bad. Your depression mm-hmm. is too bad. Um, you know, no matter how much you try, you, you can't make this work. So go get government assistance, which, and then they shut the door on me and said, you can't have government assistance. Your partner makes too much money. Mm-hmm. Um, so Damn then, it, Paul. Yeah, <laughs> fuck, fuck you, Paul. No, not at all. Thank you, Paul, for everything you do. Um, so yeah, so I've come a long way now that it, like even like venue managing, like being in charge of having the keys and being responsible right. and opening up and closing up. And yesterday, just like setting up a, a classroom by myself and then teaching all these students by myself and locking up by myself. It was all it's all stuff that I'm not used to doing right. and thought I couldn't do. Um, thought I could only draw shit in my basement. But at the moment, the drawing shit in my basement is going so poorly <laughs> because of just like, so it's these two extreme poles of like doing really well in improv and then my other work life is just abysmal. Um, so I'm hoping that within a year's time, the strength I'm going to gain from teaching improv and doing venue managing and all these different things will translate into my artwork and have more confidence there as well and i i just today i started thinking you know what i'm gonna give myself a little bit of a break because i've been feeling like so bad about not working on my art for so long and pushing things off um and it's just like you know what you're taking on a lot in a different area it's okay to focus on that for a bit and then see how you can fit the other pieces together as opposed to like demanding that i do everything well at the same Mm -hmm. time yeah But I think that there's potential. I am ter- I am absolutely terrified that the cycle of improv will still continue in the way it is, and that's great. Mm-hmm. And that the artwork is still going to block, and that I'm not going to be able because it's right. not it's not just a question of being able to work for my own sanity. It's fucking finances. Like, yeah. how many years is Paul going to just be like, yeah, we're going to make this work? <laughs> right. You know, it can't function that way forever. I have to make this work. So, mm-hmm. but seeing how much I get out of teaching improv. Mm-hmm. I'm now seeing that perhaps teaching art could be something that would be um, more in line. Like I could still do freelance stuff, but I could potentially teach art and then do like my own art Mm. for my own creativity and stuff. Uh Um, Because I I love teaching so much. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like, do you have the degree needed for that or would you have to go back and do something to get there? Um, For like just workshoppy type stuff i don't think you need a degree but um i don't have any teaching degrees as such so i'd have to look into that but there's like so many government programs with like after school stuff that i don't think you would need that kind of uh yeah qualification a lot of the friends i have who like are artists who do it for working teach at like the visual arts centers or like like things that are like a class here a class there rather than like an accredited program like right. yeah where yeah you're teaching in a faculty and you need to have an mfa and right. yeah you know, like um, just like private tutoring is yeah, something yeah. i'd be yeah. super interested in that's and, really and, cool yeah. Yeah. yeah there are a like, lot of like private institutions in montreal that that do it like let's class talk class. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. i know because that's, that's how i get 
my teaching in art which is actually one of the things that I'm excited to like get a real job because then I'll be able to afford to take classes right, again which yeah, I haven't yeah. been able to do right yeah so oh, I've been goodness. I've been a student in those oh right <laughs> yeah 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 because yeah. I, yeah, I think I could find some success yeah in that'd that. be really cool yeah yeah I believe that you're a good teacher yeah absolutely I guess just yeah. from the like one class that you sort of shadowed Joe Canto oh right yeah yeah but uh, yeah I, I think you do really well at that that's mm-hmm. cool thank you mm-hmm. thank yeah. you so it's a lot of fear but a lot of finally some optimism so, yeah yeah i feel like in a way being somebody with deep personal anxiety around your work actually makes you a better teacher mm-hmm. because like you can see that in students yeah and like know how to address it which is one of like one of the teachers who I really, really like at the Montreal Visual Arts Center, who I take a lot of classes with, like what I have found from his teaching, the most valuable thing is that he like just makes me be like, no, just do it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And I think kind of understands that usually my big hang up is just like, what if I draw this and it's not good enough? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I see yeah. what you mean. That the Understanding that is like, I can't, I'm not going to blow past that if exactly. I see that a student has trouble yeah. with that. Yeah, you're going to be able to just be like, no, just, I know you don't want to do it, just do it. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like seeing uh, James McGee at Montreal Improv do a drop-in, one of the things he says off the top is like, how many people are nervous right now? Yeah. You know, like, let's acknowledge it and then we can go off of that at that point instead of just pretending that we're all solid and and, and right. self-confident yeah. human beings well it's yeah. like naming the thing right naming the thing yes. helps yeah. i i find actually we did this for a while when it was like just me tim and simon on the show where before we would start the recording we would check in with each other and be like how are you feeling today oh like, wow are you like are you tired are you in a good mood in a bad mood whatever yeah just to sort of acknowledge it and know up front um and that was a thing that we that Tim and I had heard suggested to us by someone at like a YouTube coaching thing uh-huh. where they're, cause you know, people who make video content like on a weekly basis, like vloggers or whatever, there's a certain amount of like putting it on for your audience. Oh yeah. But yeah. you also need to like, for your own sake, you need to be able to tell yourself like, okay, why do I feel like I don't want to do this today? Right. Uh-huh. And uh, I think maybe we should get back into that habit of like checking in with each other before we start recording. Cause like, I'm super tired (laughs) (laughs) and and I think this has been really great so far but I feel like just acknowledging where you're at off the top right yeah yeah I think yeah and that's a good thing for yeah in classes as well just because I remember a student the other week came in and and I was like how you doing she was the first one to come in and she was like oh like oh okay like what does that mean and then she was like uh, I'm having trouble with the, the weather change and all that's affecting my mood. And then like, I was able to empathize with her and yeah. talk about it with her a bit more, but even if beyond the talking about it, like, just like you said, acknowledging it, yeah. I'm tired, right. you know, because when we meet each other at the front and I, I would do this with my therapist as well, she would come get me in the lounge and right. she's like, how you doing? I'm like, great. And then you get into the office and you're like, well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> actually, yeah. um, so yeah, no, I, I I feel you. Yeah, you're you're you're, you're tired. I, I you're probably exhausted as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm tired too, <laughs> guys. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think it's important to like, well, even if you're not saying it out loud to other people, it's important to say it to yourself, right? Mm. To like know that to know where you're coming from on any given day. Yeah, but like when you say it, when you share it, it's better, yeah. obviously, because then like people kind of get your back a little more. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, they can they can. Uh, know how to approach the situation in a in a different way. I, I remember yeah. I, when I used to listen to audiobooks and stuff, I had a, a Buddhism audiobook, mm. and that was one of the things he said the most was acknowledge how you're feeling right. in the moment. Mm-hmm. I am angry right now right. because sometimes certain feelings we associate with um, it, like I shouldn't feel this way or it's yeah. bad to feel this way. Yeah. Um, so you kind of lock it out because you're like, no, 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 I can't be angry right now. I have this, this, this to do, or I can't, you know, interact. But it, then it builds and it builds and it yeah. builds. Right. So just saying, I am angry. Yeah. And if you yeah. can, why am I angry? And then following up with, you know, growing from there. That's actually, if I can like bring it back to how parenting changes you for a sec. Yeah, yeah. That's a lesson I had to learn so hard when I had a kid because I realized Pretty early on, because kids start to, like, exert their own personalities pretty early. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I grew up in a culture that really, like, didn't parent small children well. It was very sort of, like, obedience is forefront. Oh, and, right. And I had to learn how to, like, accept emotions as positive. Um, and I, I remember, so this is a book that anybody who's ever talked to me about parenting has heard me shout out, but Peaceful Parents, Happy Kids by Laura Markham, somebody recommended to me when... 
Orion started having like tantrums for the first time. Right. And the first time I read it, I would just cry and cry and cry and cry. Oh my goodness. And I just read it for myself because it was the first time that I'd ever seen anybody say like, there are no negative emotions. Hmm. Like we talk a lot about positive yeah. negative emotions. There are no negative emotions. Emotions are symptoms of your internal yeah. state. Yeah. So like, and and it was so like flabbergasting uh-huh. for me to just be like, <laughs> yeah. it's okay for me to say I'm angry. It's yeah. okay for me to say I'm sad. And then like from there I moved into doing mindfulness therapy, which is very based on Buddhist teachings in a lot of ways. And, mm. um, but that was like the biggest thing I learned from having my first kid. Because like if you think being mad is like a bad toxic thing, you're going to panic when your kid gets mad. Yeah. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it's going to be like, oh no, my, my tiny child is angry and anger is bad. Yeah. How do I make them not be angry? Right. Yeah, yeah. Instead of just like, how do I hold a safe space for this anger? Mm. But if you're going to teach your child to do that, you need to know how to do it with yourself. Yeah. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> um, so it was like this crazy emotional boot camp, like, <laughs> of like me just realizing I can't even start to parent until I parent myself a little bit. Like, yeah. Okay. Right. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's a thing that I feel like I've, I've been learning this year, yeah. like living with you and Ryan, like how to deal with yourself when your kid is having a tantrum. Yeah. Right. Cause it's, you do sort of like put it on yourself a lot, right? You're like, how do I fix this? How yeah. do I you know solve this problem? Sometimes you just gotta be like, well, this is happening. Oh, you've <laughs> got to get completely away from the concept of fixing it. Yeah. yeah the yeah. minute you think a tantrum is about you, you are lost. Yeah. Unless there's a really obvious solution, which sometimes there yes. is, and I've gotten good at identifying Bless it. Tom. Sometimes when I am extremely overwhelmed by four-year-old emotions and trying to deal with them, um, Tom will walk in and just be like, oh, you need this? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, yeah, that's what, okay. <laughs> like, there was a time that I... So I'm I'm heavily pregnant and mm-hmm. like moving is not easy for mm. me right now. Getting down, getting up. Um, the I had moved the rug in Orion's room, and then I put it back and I put all the toys back on it, and Orion just like who had been asking me to put the rug back, just like flipped out on the floor, screaming at me, <laughs> not like that, not like that, and oh I was just God. like. What, what do you want from me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, do it again. Like, you you have to change. And I and, was just losing my mind. And I take and one the, look into the room, and I notice that it's, like, 90 degrees rotated from where it was before oh, she no. moved it initially. I just walk in, I'm like, whoop. <laughs> Tantrum's over, everything's yeah. fine. Oh, wow. Um, Which is also yeah. because I have, like, pretty bad... OCD. <laughs> <laughs> so you saw it too. Yeah, you exactly. Like, I was like, that's a not right. From <laughs> screaming Virgo. yourself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Orion's Virgo rising, and you yeah. guys get each other. And I have, I don't think I have any Earth signs anywhere in my natal chart. <laughs> uh, but but, but yeah, yeah. The, the whole thing of like learning to like manage your emotions and like acknowledge them and feel them and like deal with them in a healthy way is like I I think that's the thing that that's the thing that I am hoping to always be getting better at Uh but I think that if I had to make a prediction for like where I'll be at next year I hope that I'll be in a better place with that and actually the day that this comes out I have my first uh social worker appointment oh great finally congrats (laughs) remember in like March I said that I finally called to try and get some therapy yes you know November but hey it's (laughs) it's finally happening wonderful yeah that's exciting and I have no idea how that'll change things but probably for good it's just that having that person who is not a friend or a family member that you can talk to and that they can be like hey hey (laughs) you know that there's not that like huge pile of judgment from the Mm get-go although some therapists are if you don't like them acknowledge it change person yeah yeah Mm -hmm. it's I've spoken to the guy on the phone a couple times at this point and like I feel like he's kind of got like too soft a voice, <laughs> but I think personality-wise, I, I'm gonna like it. Yeah. Like it's, it's just, I'm always just kind of like let go a little bit <laughs> when I when I hear him talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. There's people who are just like, yeah. And how are you feeling today? Oh no! Like he he really sort of sounds like he's putting on a voice there to try right. and calm you down. Yeah. yeah. But uh, uh, just tickle yeah, him. That's it. Tickle him oh. from the. That sounds like it's coming from my brain. <laughs> 
I don't know if this the headphones that is like amplifying <laughs> that in a weird way. That was the police coming to arrest you for suggesting that I tickle a social worker. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's got to let loose. <laughs> what else are you going to do? Hey, I'm Aaron Lakoff, host of Changing on the Fly, a brand new podcast on the Upford Network. Changing on the Fly is a podcast that dives deep into the intersections between hockey and social justice. We take on issues of sexism, racism, and homophobia on the ice. You'll hear from athletes, activists, fans, scholars, and even musicians who love hockey but want to keep the jerks out of the game. Think Colin Kaepernick or Serena Williams, but with skates and less teeth. It's your perfect antidote to Don Cherry and Coach's Corner. Hey, Don, what do you think of changing on the fly? Not the left-wing, pinkle media, bleeding hearts, guys. What are you, nuts? Anyways, you can find Changing on the Fly wherever you get your podcasts or visit us online at changingontheflypodcast.wordpress.com. Eat healthy. Exercise regularly. Take cold showers. Avoid sugar. Practice yoga. Drink more water. Meditate. Practice mindfulness. Wear barefoot shoes. Avoid fat. Eat more fat. Go Try vegan. paleo. Do CrossFit. Drink bone broth. Try black P90X. Try a Dirty squats a day. Eat more day squats. Keto strongly good. Get more protein. Flare sun. Get more protein. Avoid the dirty dozen. Try a bar Drink cream. Take an eye. Wear natural fiber. Use a stand. Courage. Staying healthy can feel overwhelming at times. Sometimes it feels like you have to change all your habits just to meet the baseline. But sometimes, all it takes is one little change. Ether Kombucha contains four powerful probiotic strains along with essential vitamins and antioxidants, all in a delicious, refreshing package which helps regulate digestion, support the immune system, and aid in the body's natural detox processes. Living healthier can be a treat with Ether Kombucha. Ether Kombucha. Do what works for you. For more information, follow us on Instagram at Ether Kombucha. I'm Julian McKenzie, co-host of the Scrum Podcast, a sports show I'm doing with my podcasting partner in crime, Tristan Damore, on the UpFord Network. Every week, we analyze something different from the Canadian sports media landscape. Lack of diversity, getting a job in the field, coverage of different sports, and answering some of the harder questions. Through a combination of back-and-forth discussion and high-profile guest interviews, we're aiming to figure out exactly what's up in the world of sports. Find us wherever podcasts are sold. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, Message in a Bottle, Morse Code, Telegram, Singing Telegram, Target, Walgreens, Bird's Nest, Dad's Shed, uh, and a crowded convention center bathroom. Oh, and should we move on? Yeah, Let's sure. move on. Guys, now we're going straight to the wild, wild web. I finally figured out how to brand it. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Did you like my little Will Smith moment? I wish you'd gone a bit harder. Can you give it to me again, Tom? Not really. Give it to me. I'm recovering from a bad throat problem. We're going straight to the wild, wild web. Yes. How's that? That's better. better. That's better. A little peakier, too. Thank you. Guys, this is the part of our show where one of us shares something ridiculous we found on the internet this week. This week, it's Kate's turn. Okay. Oh, God, these images. Um... (laughs) I'd like to introduce uh, you guys to wear pups. Oh my God, these images! You, I, I am ordering you to Google this uh, because ah, oh, oh, it just keeps getting worse. Let me just read you uh, the thing, the blurb, the blurb. The original real werewolf baby. Whether they appear on television, are shared on the internet, or are carried around public places. Werepups are continually met with fascinatingly extreme reactions. From pure disgust to complete adoration, it's clear that this unusual breed of infant strikes a chord with people young and old in a very big way. Often referred to as a combination of both cute and creepy, perhaps the most intriguing comment is the question that pops up daily to werepup owners around the world. Is that real? <laughs> okay, so werepups, werepups, like, I've... Oh my god, that's hilarious! If that's true, that they get that people tell them that people are asking them if they're real. So these are like very, very, very lifelike dolls, like top of the line mm. uh, prosthetic stuff that you would see in movies. But they're baby werewolves. Oh god! 
so they've got like some skin and some fur. They've got they've got uh, those freakish uh, yellow eyes. They've got pointy ears. They've got weird ass motherfucking hands. What with, with little claws? Like... Look at the little. Oh no, thank you. Yeah, the, I don't know if it's switched by the time I showed it to you. Ah, <clears throat> sorry. Yeah, that, that looks a... more like an Ewok. <laughs> some of them are quite approachable. Some of them look like fucking yeah, yeah. toys. But then, oh, like like I mean, come on. The more flesh they have on them, like that's yeah. where it becomes. <laughs> there's a photo just there's a photo of people just going because it's gross oh it see gross. there it's naked it has its umbilical cord on oh. its. So, so these are newborn they're werewolves. like they're babies they're baby werewolves you can get like all different sizes of them oh well well as they're much like, as babies are different yeah, sizes yeah. so so like is lycanthropy genetic then because i understood sorry werewolfism i understood that it was like a, a virus or yeah, something, but this true. suggests that you can be born werewolf. I mean, so if two werewolves bang, what's the twilight? Those guys are. That's a half vampire, half human. No, no, the. Oh, those, but those are shapeshifters. They're not true werewolves. Oh yeah, that's they right. don't only change in the full moon. They they don't have to oh, be bitten. Right. It's right. that is a genetic thing. Right. Yeah, because yeah. that's genetic. But like Teen Wolf, I think probably if Teen Wolf got someone Teen Wolf pregnant. Mm-hmm. The baby wouldn't. Remus Lupin's baby is not a werewolf. Oh yeah. Okay. So then, though Remus Lupin does stress out about that when Tonks is pregnant, because apparently not enough werewolves have had babies for them to really know how it works. Okay. But I feel like it must be viral. Yeah, I think because yeah. it's yeah. transmitted by bite. Yeah. So I guess you can transmit. Like 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 you can you can transmit like um, STI viruses yeah. to. So maybe it's one of those things where maybe the baby will or will not be infected during birth. Right. Right. Oh, I see what you mean. Like yeah. blade. Yeah. I, for a second, I thought you meant blade as like a condition that a child could get as opposed to like a character named Blade. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, sometimes the baby just comes out holding a knife. <laughs> <laughs> I want to come out now. <laughs> um, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Uh, I'm in the frequently asked questions section, yes. and um, one of the questions is, do where pups move on their own? And it says, not yet. <laughs> oh, my God. Their movement appears very fluid and lifelike because of their construction, and when you hold them, they have a tendency to move along with your body movements. As you get used to holding and carrying your where pup, you will learn how to hold them in ways that can fool most people into thinking they saw it move. Watch out in the future, however, as we are currently in talks with multiple sources for added animatronics. So the people who buy these are, like, goth con teenagers, do you think? Well, the the where I found this is because I saw a post of, someone posted a photo of a dude on the uh, on the metro, okay. on the subway, holding this little dude. Yeah, yeah. And he was dressed the same as the dude. Like, so, and the dude looked like pretty, pretty fresh, like pretty yeah. nicely styled guy. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think it's like a, like necessarily the like someone that you would dub weirdo from how right. they look yeah, yeah. or someone right. who's experimenting yeah. this looks like people who are just like yeah this is my kid huh. and they just enjoy being with it in public interesting yeah yeah it's fucked up because i know people do that with like the living baby dolls that are like that but not werewolf okay right which is also confusing to me but like i don't know <laughs> to each their own huh. yeah yeah but I, I would get in on that. Like, if they, like, if I could select a non-creepy one, mm-hmm. you can. You can. It you sounds can like they're like pretty ones. customizable. Oh, okay, yeah. right. Like, I feel like I would immediately, my life would change if I had one of these things. I bet they're like heavy. It yeah, sounds you know? like they like they weigh the same as a small baby. Oh yeah. my god! Just from like reading some of the descriptions of like what they're like made of and filled with and everything, like they're it's synthetic faux fur, human hair, like all kinds of options. So you yeah. can have as real a texture as you want. The like inside, it sounds like is like um, kind of like little marbles, but with like foam around them to give oh. it more of a like flesh-like texture like a stress ball type of you know like when yeah. you make a stress ball with rice yeah it feels like kind of so kid if you were to obtain a wear pup yeah. how do you think your life would change in the next year um okay i think i would stop communicating with as many people uh-huh. okay. i think i would develop a definitely like a talking out loud habit mm-hmm. talking to the wear pup mm-hmm. i might start you know buying clothes for it online yeah 
I think there would be a distance that would that would create itself between Paul and I. <laughs> I think he wouldn't understand <laughs> what I'm going through. Right. Uh-huh. I think I would get my tubes tied because I'd be like, this is all I need. No more babies yeah. from here. Although I'm on the edge of that anyways. Fair I enough. can't get an IUD because my body's stupid. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's frustrating. I'm Thank sorry. you, stranger who diddled me. What? <laughs> I was so nervous going into that fucking appointment because my own doctor couldn't yeah. do it. So she's like, yeah, we have a doctor or another. I'm like, okay. And then this like old gentleman, you know, and it's like, oh, this is nuts. This is, I, didn't I know it's know how, there what were it, anatomy things that precluded yeah. IUDs. I didn't hmm. know that. Yeah. That sucks. That sucks. Both versions, like the copper or the. Cap- I wanted copper because yeah. I didn't want hormones because yeah, I think, right. like, I've been off my yeah. meds for two months, the yeah. uh, birth control, and right. I feel like that's affected my mood. Mm. Sure. So yeah. I don't yeah. want to. But there's so few options that are, aren't hormonal. Oh, oh my God. boy. We can talk about that. Yeah. We sure can. <laughs> I'm on my second unintended pregnancy. Oh, no. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want it. Give me a whip up. I feel like you've avoided it this far. You're like, you've got like 10 years on me and you've. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yes. true. You yes, haven't I haven't had a scare in 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Huh? You, you and Paul have been together 10 years, right? 12. 12. If you've 12. avoided it thus far, you're probably. But yeah, there are so few options if you can't do hormones. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Orion was conceived with a copper IUD, and wow. uh, and then I tried the horm- I tried like all the hormonal methods after, and they just don't work for me. like with my body chemistry. They make right. my mental illness so much worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't and want that. Don't want that. Essentially, work by killing my sex drive completely. So it's like, oh, yes, yeah. I will not have a baby, but like, <laughs> <laughs> I want the peen weed. Right. Oh man, but yeah, that's it. Like. I think these these wear pups seem like life changing yeah. items. Life changing items, but it's in, like I, while I was reading the site, they describe it as like a, an extremely lifelike prop, almost. Uh huh. And I feel like maybe the people who designed it did that intentionally, where they're like, yeah, you might get some like nice fulfillment out of this, but also it's kind of a cool collector's item. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm willing to believe that the people who created it are not like weirdos <laughs> i i understand the appeal of creating something like that yeah, yeah. like i make toys i make right. stuffed animals and like there is something delightful about being like where can i go next and i get that yeah yeah and making yeah. something so lifelike yeah that's fucking cool yeah. yeah and like what material can i use on the face that'll make it look like it's wet you know yeah. like yeah. Ugh, <laughs> But oh, oh, it's so cool. I'm, I think I'd have staring contests with mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. You know you'd lose, right? You're correct. <laughs> it doesn't close it eyes. It doesn't close it. Well, yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that feels like a good time for us to jump into the turtle's butt. Oh, yeah, sweet. Yeah, we have a lovely stuffed turtle here who doubles as a cup holder. We have filled his butt with questions from you. Do you want to submit a question? Give us a dollar on Patreon or leave your question in a review on shit. Shit. We will wow. walk through the city, and if there are notes on dog poop, we will infiltrate. We will put them in the do- in the turtle butt. It's been a long day, you guys. <laughs> Give us a dollar on Patreon, or leave your question in a review on Stitcher, Stitcher, or Apple Podcasts. <laughs> shit. Yep. Yep. Can I dive in? Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, wait. Do you want me to? Yeah, wanna, I want to do it. I want to do it. I want to do it. I want to dive deep in the turtle. Past guest, Kendallin Aldrich, asks, what does your ideal day look like? Whoa. Oh, okay. Whoa. I got this because I'm a <laughs> because I'm a Virgo. Because I have a very routine morning. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I need to like get up, take a poop, and a shower. Uh-huh. In that order, usually. Uh-huh. Unless my body betrays me. <laughs> I got to have my coffee, with or without food. Although I've been trying to be better this about is your ideal food. day, my ideal day. Okay, my this ideal is... day is that I have a cup of coffee and then we go out for brunch. Yes. Nice. And then after brunch, I come home and I get like a reasonable amount of work done, but it's not stressful. It's just like so that I can do something. You know, I'm imagining plastic surgery. By the way, <laughs> just get a, a reasonable <laughs> amount of work done. Get my boob job. <laughs> um, no, but I, you know, I, I do like an edit. You know, I edit right. for like an hour or two and then I'm just done for the day and I maybe spend like an hour and a half cooking. Uh-huh. And then, uh, I don't know, maybe we just watch Netflix for like four hours and go to bed. I love 
love that this is a day we have had. Yeah. Oh, you guys are killing you. me with the cute. I, I, They're I, holding hands, guys. They're <laughs> holding hands. It's adorable. The thing is, like, I kind of, like, I because I'm, like, sort of self-employed and work from home and, like, get to do what I want most yeah. of the time, like... My ideal day is really just a day where I have slightly less work to do, <laughs> but oh still goodness. like some work to do. Yeah, yeah. Because like I can do my ideal day most of the time, just not when work is busy. Yeah. So yeah. Interesting. I also like that your ideal day includes having some work. Well, otherwise, like, yeah, let's not that. go crazy. Like. But I get that yeah. though. Like when I work and it goes well. Or even if it doesn't go well, if I just like <laughs> made progress on something, it feels good. Yeah. Well, and for me, it's also like it's the rhythm of it, right? Like I have at this point, I think, six shows that I edit on a weekly basis. <laughs> and so if I do one a day, I stay on top of things. Yeah. Right? So I like to have that rhythm of like making sure that I have time to edit one thing per day. Because otherwise, like at some point I'm going to fall behind. Yeah. And then I'm like, shit, uh, I have to edit three things today. And then suddenly editing stops being kind of enjoyable and uh-huh. becomes really stressful. Yeah. So, yeah. Having like a, you know, chunk of work time. Related. Yeah. Support content creators on Patreon so they can pay their editors. Dear God, please. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. My ideal day involves blankets and warmth. (laughs) It involves sun, but not too much heat. It involves snacks. Oh, you know the kind of snacks that like friends make? You know, like you have a friend, like my my mom has a friend whose mom makes like these sweet ass fucking donuts. Yeah. So I want some of them, you know? And then like you have that like plastic bag with with stuff in it, and then and then some cuddles. Yeah. Sure. Ideal yeah. day has cuddles. Yeah, yeah. Has animal time. Has man time. Specifically, my husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then some meat. Mm-hmm. Gotta yeah. have some mm-hmm. salty meat. Ooh. Gotta have some bread. Go into detail on that salty meat. I'm seeing roast pork Ooh. fillet. Ooh. Yes. That got better. As I as I added on things, roast pork fillet, Yorkshire puddings, roast potatoes, carrots, oh. gravy. Yeah. Gravy. gravy. <laughs> Ooh, crepes in the morning. Um, so clearly my ideal day is focused around food. <laughs> You're um, just wrapped in yeah. a blanket all day, yes. eating food and snuggling with Paul. <laughs> and really some great. artwork getting high and drawing uh, with colors, not just sketching, <laughs> like creating something that I can like be like, ooh la la, you know, mm-hmm. that's an ideal day. And seeing a cardinal. Mm-hmm. Those ooh. guys fucking mm-hmm. make me feel good. Yeah. I was feeling so bummed out after the doctor's appointment. Mm-hmm. And then I set a lunch date with a, a good friend. And on the way home, I saw a fucking cardinal. And I was like, it's going to be fine. Hmm. That's mm-hmm. my ideal day. Cardinals are kind of great. Yeah. And the fact that we can see them here, like, not not necessarily daily, but often enough. Yeah, I have a few in my yeah. area. Like, yeah. they feel like a treat, but they don't feel like a rare sighting. I, yeah. exactly. I yeah. love our local songbirds. Yeah. I love, like... The perfect like, little fat boys that just land oh, on bushes. Like, and, Ontario, Quebec, so I grew up in the Ottawa area, so, like, very similar birds. I love the birds we yeah. have in this area. They're so cute. Yeah. We have chickadees. We have cardinals. Blue jays, who are just, like, giant assholes. We have, like, you get little finches and gross beaks and, like... Gross beaks? Yeah, they're real cute. Why are they all named so bad names? Oh, cool beaks. They're, yeah, Gross they're beak. Like, I thought it was like it had boils and like dangling. <laughs> no, they're things. just little fat boys with big fat beaks. Oh they're my goodness! Cute. We got cedar wax. Like we just have cedar wax wings. We have good birds. Oh, <laughs> birds are lovely. Birds are real good. Yeah. There's um, I did a commercial for a store that sells like bird watching supplies. Amazing. A few years ago, <laughs> uh, like I produced it. I didn't act in it. Uh, um, but, still cool. Uh, yeah, like it aired on French TV a lot over the past few years. Awesome. Apparently. Um. They sell like a cardinal feeder there. Um, oh. that like you so know, you can attract them, yeah. Okay, maybe you should get a cardinal feeder, yeah. Dog, don't dogs, dogs. right? <laughs> I mean, put it high up, yeah. But then if there's more activity, like if the birds are there, when I let the dogs out, they bolt and they bark, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. But if they're not, then you just get to see some birds, <laughs> yeah. 
There, well, actually, because I have a, a small wooded area near my house, so there's oh, a lot nice. of birds there. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's it's tight. Like, it's a very small park, but it's just so mm. many birds in there. And they have, like, a little sign up that says which yeah. birds are in the park. And That's really cool. Yeah, That's yeah. Really and the nice. little trails in the park have bird names. Birds are, birds are great. great. When I was birds a kid, I would when I would go to my uh, aunt's place in England. She uh, her they had a little bird place, <laughs> bird cage, <laughs> walk in bird cage thing. So as a tiny, oh. I would walk in and they would have these different birds. That's amazing. Yeah, That's amazing. and they have beautiful birds in the UK, like yeah. not tropical bird level, but yeah. like so many the tits. Yeah. Can we talk about beautiful the tits? tits? Let's talk about beautiful. Tits. All the tits: blue tits, gold tits, coal tits, long tailed tits. They're beautiful. They're beautiful. Gross they tits. Are. Gross tits. <laughs> Double D birds. Oh man. Yeah, they no, are. that sounds really nice. Yeah. yeah. I like I like a good bird. We've been talking about getting a bird feeder. Yeah. I wanna I wanna get like a proper bird feeder and like also mm. some lard so we'll get the like Did the you winter say lard? birds. Yeah. Winter birds yeah. like lard, the birds that oh. stay here in the winter because it helps them fatten up. Oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah. Or like uh, that sweet, sweet stuff you give to the fasties. You know, you know what I mean. The fasties, hummingbirds. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, I go visit. I have a, an aunt and uncle who live in Sacramento, uh, California, who are um, quite close. Like we're. I mean, we don't see each other often because they're in California, but I love them very much, and I go visit them sometimes. And they have a very nice small garden with hummingbird feeders, and you just always see lovely hummingbirds out there. It's beautiful. Oh. Yeah. My favorite is that every once in a while I hear a weird little like knocking sound outside our front door and I go outside and there's a woodpecker pecking on our wall. Really? Yeah, it's happened like three or four times since I moved in here. Oh my goodness. Yeah. What's in your wall? I don't know. That's bugs. what I'm wondering. Like, yeah, yeah, like, oops. They want bugs. <laughs> this is an old house. Yeah. We had a woodpecker when I was little. I grew up like very much in the country and uh, our mailbox was like a tin mailbox on like um, like a piece of a telephone pole. Yeah. So woodpeckers would peck in the pole to like get bugs out. Um, but we had this one pecker, one, one woodpecker <laughs> who just like could not wrap his head around the fact that the tin mailbox was not also oh, good no. for pecking. And, uh, and so we'd wake up super early in the morning. Clank, just like, clank, 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 clank. And this poor woodpecker would just be sitting there like, what? <laughs> but he'd come back and he'd do it again. Uh, well, yeah, because he has brain trauma. <laughs> oh, no. Jesus. There's so many woodpeckers. He was gorgeous. He was like one of the big ones with the red crest. Oh, la la. Do we have time for another turtle question? We don't. We don't. (laughs) So that's it. That brings us to the end of our show for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you like this episode, consider supporting us on Patreon. For as little as a dollar a month, you can give us questions for the turtle butt. For as little as $5 a month, you can give us featured questions, which we'll spend a whole lot more time on. And uh, yeah, we'd really appreciate your help and support. So do that if you want but you can also support us Mm -hmm. for free by leaving a rating and review on stitcher or apple podcasts (laughs) poop 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 cast uh another great way to support us for free that joke wasn't that good (laughs) another way to support us for free is by sharing this episode with a friend maybe share it with a friend who uh likes babies be they real or hairy uh or maybe a friend who likes birds uh Yeah. yeah 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 that's what i got we talked a lot about babies and birds. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you can support us. Support us. You can follow us on Twitter at Down With Talking and each of us individually. I'm at Tom Zalatni. I'm at Red Random. I'm at Teffer Bear. And uh, does anyone have anything to plug? Bearing in mind this comes out November 6th. November 6th? Well, tonight. 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 Well, November 6th. Yeah. I, I, uh, I am playing in improv yes. with Kate Hammer. Yes, Turtle host. Turtle. Yes, Turtle cool. Turtle at the 8.30 show at Improv. Um, and I'm very excited. It's going to be fun, super fun. And the whole fest is going to be fantastic. Oh, so yeah. go check that out. Improv.ca. There's an incredible lineup this year. Yes. Lots of like really great local people. Armando Diaz. Yeah, the Armando the Diaz. creator of the Armando. Yeah. Which uh, I'm really hoping to make it to that show. We'll see. Mm. We'll see. I'll be VMing that show. Oh, nice. Yeah. Cool. I almost signed up to photograph it so that I could guarantee my presence. (laughs) And then I realized maybe I should wait until I, like, once we have the baby, I'll figure out if I can make it to that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'd like to, but we'll see. Uh, But yeah, guys, definitely check out Improv. Uh, It's, like like I said, it's an amazing lineup this year. There's a lot of great acts. You can see Kate and Kate. Kate and Kate. Adrian's probably in a show, too, since she's on the house team. I don't know if there's a house team slot. Maybe. I feel like there's house team slots. Yeah, that would be cool. Probably. I hope so. That would make sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. Showcase locals. Yeah. I know you can see friends of the show, Stefan and Jamie. 
Yes, I think they're in the opening show on, oh. on Tuesday. Oh, it opens Tuesday? Yeah. I thought Isn't it, it 6th to 11th? Maybe. Anyway, go to improv.ca. <laughs> the whole schedule yes, is there. You'll find out there. everything you need to know. It's going to be great. The fest is always fantastic. Last year it was fantastic. Year before it was fantastic. I've only been to those two. <laughs> but this year will be fantastic as sweet, well. Sweet, sweet. Special thanks to Crackers and Jam for letting us use the title track off their EP, Benson, as our theme music. You can find all their music for sale at Fuck Every time. Bandcamp.com. This show is produced and edited by Tom Zalatni for the me. Upford Network. You can find out about all our great shows at UpfordNetwork.com. Yay. Woo. Thanks for joining us, Steffer. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me again. And to all of you at home, we hope that we have a baby. (laughs) Please cross your fingers for us. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye.